Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. <sighs> I'm running so late today. Uh, but today is, say it with me, Friday, uh, July 28th, last Friday of July. Uh, and I'm terribly dappled this morning. It's better if I don't sit back. As I sat down in the grape arbor this morning, there was a uh, an actual grape. If you're on video, I'm holding it up for you to see. Not very, um, I'm not good with camera angles. But yes, little grape lying here on the table. Uh, so the grapes are, are ripening. This one seems to be ripe, so let's taste it. <laughs> if I can actually get it in my mouth. Mmm. <gasps> it's ripe. It's lovely. I'll have to, um, a little tart. <laughs> There's my tart face. Not that I am a, a tart. Well, depending on circumstances. Clearly, this is TMI Friday. Ah. Ah. So, yeah, I overslept this morning. Um, I've been really head down on this revision of Onira. Uh, I've got, well, I've got like 128 pages to go. Let's see. I am officially on page 196. Wow, impressive of 324. So, um, yeah, I should finish, not today. I was hoping I would get through it today, but there's really no way I'll get through 128 pages today, especially since I know I need to sum up some things about the ending. Um, but those things may not entirely present themselves. I think I talked about this Monday too. So, um, I have to get Grace's additional feedback uh, as she finishes reading. Corrine, uh, I need to ask if she has ideas. And I still have not heard back from Agent Sarah. She's had it in her grasping paws for a week now. Uh, and I mean that in the most loving way. <laughs> I always feel like uh, your agent should be at least part barracuda you really want someone who has that willingness what to go to the mat for you right uh so i i very much respect that about sarah when she is um definitive about things because an agent should be definitive so anyway um i haven't heard back from her on her verdict but as soon as I finish this revision, I'm sending it out to a number of author friends who have offered to read to get their feedback. And we will see what they, what their impression is and see if anyone has any other ideas for sewing up this ending. It's not that the ending's going to change. It's just that I feel like I have some elements in the story. And I've been making notes of those as I go along that I haven't fully exploited. Like there are things I could do with certain secondary characters or elements uh, that would make it even more rich and satisfying. So um, 
Yeah, it's kind of funny because if you listen to the podcast Monday, you'll know that uh, Grace's verdict is is that this is not a romance, that it's high fantasy. And I touched on that a little bit, uh, and I want to explore it some today because it's a really interesting question and one that comes up all the time, right, is how do you know if you're like writing a fantasy romance or a fantasy with romance or a fantasy with romantic elements. And I've mentioned before that I've been very influenced by a panel I was on that Mary Robinette Kowal um, moderated with an agenda. She was, you know, sometimes you're assigned to moderate a panel and this panel, she was in charge of programming at the Nebula conference then. she created this panel with the intention of moderating to ask these questions. And as an aside, I saw that Mary Robinette put this on Instagram. Um, She had emailed me a couple of days ago. And so I wasn't sure when the information would be public, but then she put it on her Instagram that her mother passed away, which is very sad. Um, And I got to meet her mother. Her mother was a lovely, lovely, gracious woman uh, who, you know, declined with Parkinson's disease um, over the course of many years. So my heart goes out to Mary Robinette and all of them. So anyway, it wasn't unexpected. She had gone into hospice, but still, yeah. Uh, But that was an aside. So anyway, Mary Robinette, moderated this panel uh, with several of us who write fantasy romance, romantic fantasy. And one of the things that she asked us was to define in science fiction and fantasy what a science fiction or fantasy plot arc is. And it was a really interesting question because it had not been posed that way to me before. And I invite you all to think about it, even take a pause and tell me what do you think the science fiction plot arc is, or what is the fantasy plot arc? And for contrast, we could talk about what is the plot arc for a mystery, right? Uh, The mystery, typically a dead body is discovered and then you have the progressive discovery of clues until the murderer is discovered. Um, A thriller, someone is in peril. Uh, They go through the steps of trying to evade the peril and then hopefully eliminate the source of the peril at the end. Uh, horror, interestingly enough, and I didn't know this until this panel because I said, well, what's the horror plot arc? And Mary Robinette said it, it starts with somebody making a choice that then cascades into a series of worse choices, which I thought was really interesting. And I could see that. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like they made the choice because they're a bad person, but you know, like they made a choice to move into the haunted house or something like that. Romance. The plot arc, you know, is a couple meets, they go through various trials and tribulations, and they end with the happy ever after. And this week in the romance community, there was like yet another 
hot take blog post on how that like even the title of it was why a romance doesn't have to have a happy ever after and i didn't read the thing because i wasn't going to give them clicks but you know everybody was talking about it and being upset and they're like why do we why do they keep publishing articles like this and i'm like because y'all have been talking about it all week long it's like the surefire way to get the entire romance community talking about a book that otherwise would have gone completely unnoticed and yeah so so anyway now that you have been thinking uh <laughs> what do you think the fantasy plot arc is what is the science fiction plot arc uh and i of course can't hear you but i would love to hear see your comments if you care to type any in but if you look at different kinds of science fiction and fantasy stories I think that what you come up with, and I was very surprised to come to this conclusion, that there is no standard science fiction or fantasy plot. The plot of Star Wars, like the original Star Wars, um, episode four, you could argue whether it's more of a science fiction or a fantasy. In some ways, it's more of a fantasy feeling plot with the chosen one, right? But that is not the same plot as alien with Sigourney Weaver, right? Definitely a science fiction movie. Uh, it's not the same plot as uh, Game of Thrones. It's not the same plot as A Deadly Education by Naomi Novik. Um, a Deadly Ed Education doesn't have the same plot arc as Uprooted or Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik, right? And those are absolutely fantasies. How do we know they're fantasies? because of the presence of magic in the stories, right? Uh, and what we, and how do we know it's science fiction? It's the presence of space. So in some ways, arguably, science fiction and fantasy are really about ambiance. It's about the set dressing. It's about where it takes place and in what kind of world. So fast forward, I've, I've been thinking about this for a long time, ever since I was on this panel and had this big aha moment that, and Mary Robinette's point is, is that a fantasy romance is a romance plot arc with fantasy setting, fantasy ambiance. Uh, and yes, there are various kinds of fantasy plot arcs you can bring in, and I use ones that have to do with quests and defeating the big bad and so forth. Uh, but it's still a romance plot. Uh, Alien is a science fiction movie, but it's, it's really a horror plot, right? Uh, that's why Star Wars is set in space, but in some ways it has more of the the quest, the hero's journey arc. So anyway, um, what's really interesting to me about Onira, and when Grace looked at it, she said, well, do you want this to be a romance? Because it's not paced like a romance. And, and I realized she's absolutely right. Okay. 
I'm still a little dappled, but I had to move a little bit because there was a dapple in my eye. A dapple in my eye, that would be a good title. Um, you know, like some of it is meeting the, the trope conventions, right? There is no obvious longing for love. There's no meet cute. So even though there is a romance in the story, uh, it's not, it's not a driving factor of the story. It's not the theme. It's not what the story is about. And it was very interesting to me to discover that. And the ending, we shall see. Uh, I, of course, do not want to hint too heavily about the ending. Um, yeah, sorry. But, you know, coming back to the, if it were a romance, it would have to have an HEA, a happy ever after. I was having a conversation with uh, my friend about Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and spoiler if you haven't seen it, but I was saying that I thought that it was the right choice to not have Gamora fall in love with Chris Pratt, Star-Lord again. Um, and I won't, I won't do Well, for those of you not familiar with the movies, um, when the universe got reset, uh, you know, after Avengers Endgame and all of that, uh, Gamora kind of got caught out time-wise. And so all the people who had been, you know, the two-thirds of all the universe who had been disappeared and then brought back to life, well, Gamora was she was kind of like killed at an odd moment in there when she came back to life she lost those years in which she fell in love with peter quill star Lord. and he remembered their love affair and she does not and it's a subject of of difficulty with them and of course gamora is not a a soft or tender character and she's like, she gets very, very angry at Peter Quill for continuing to moon after her. And, and in some ways she like, you know, he wants to show her pictures and stuff and be like, believe me, you really did love me. And she chooses, um, you know, no, she does not fall in love with him again because her life hasn't followed that same path where she fell in love with him. And for all that I am, a big lover of romance and love my happy ever afters. I thought that was the right choice. Um, I think in a romance book, we would have, you know, people do that, right. You know, like over lifetimes, you know, reincarnation that they fall in love with the same person over and over again. And I think that, I know reality doesn't always enter into it, but yeah, the circumstances by which we fall in love with certain people, um, if the circumstances aren't there, if our life path isn't the same, then it's, and it's not necessarily going to happen. So, um, yeah. So my, so I do think that there are times, and I think everyone in the romance community would agree with me that you do not have to end with a happy ever after, but then don't call it a romance. 
and you know don't don't tease us don't tell us that it's going to be a romance and then have it end unhappily and that was apparently like this gal's essay which you know i knew enough from the way people talked about it to you know grok what all she was saying but you know she said things like you know that oh well friendships are just important as romantic relationships and it's like nobody denies that that's of course they are but that doesn't make it a romance hummingbird wars going on here uh yeah i know i've got a this beater's all tainted by ants Oh, she doesn't mind it. I'll probably need to get it cleaned out though. Anyway, so here I've written this high fantasy. I'm going to send it out and uh, get feedback from people on it. And then we will figure out if Sarah's going to take it on sub, which I know if you listen to Monday's podcast, I keep going back and forth. I wish she would just tell me already, but you know, it's like I'm not pushing her because she's already uh, giving me you know, she's already expediting this read for me and I'm not her only client. <gasps> Shocking. But, you know, in some ways I hope she says no. And so that way I can self publish it in August. But in some ways I wish she would take it to Trad because I think they might do a better job with it. And, and even I had writer coffee yesterday and they were saying the same thing. They're like, this seems like a book that probably Trad could really help you with. I should stop saying Trad. I should st- say traditional publishing because uh, the transcript really hates that. that it always comes out as like something not uh so so yeah that's where my head is at but i'm happy with the revision i it's, it, i still like this story so so yeah the big question will be what am i going to work on once i'm done with this uh, I don't have copious time next week because Thursday I'm flying to Portland and I will be at Willamette Writers Conference through Sunday. I'm teaching a master class on Friday on world building. So this weekend I need to figure out WTF I'm doing. <laughs> uh, but it should be good. It should be good. It's just uh, I haven't really taught a class that long before and I want to uh, make sure that people get their their full money's worth out of it. So those are all things I'm going to be working on. All right. Well, I'm going to go get to it. I hope you all have a fabulous weekend. I hope that you have um, oh, all the all the things you would like to have. I wish that for you and I will talk to you on Monday. You all take care. Bye bye.